Bij Burger King gebeuren spannende dingen. Wat dacht je van een classic cheeseburger, chicken nugget burger of sundae voor maar 1 euro per stuk? En dat is nog niet alles. Alle King deals zijn maar 1 euro. Haal ze nu alleen bij Burger King. And so the whistle goes to begin the second half of the podcast and we'll return to the uh, subject of Ronald Huth. Yeah, obviously it was quite a surprise to see uh, this uh, uh, unknown character appear there, but um, it was very obvious right from the word go that he was a... He's a big lad, six Decent foot two player. or three, I would think, something like that. Six you were saying two. he was spraying the passes around a he's bit got as well. A, he's got a good left foot. Isn't it funny? Uh, clubs all over the country look for natural left-sided um, uh, central defenders and, they, and, and often struggle to find them. Um, um, Angus MacDonald is on his way to Barnsley. Yeah. Uh, uh, we're looking for a right-sided defender and another left-sided one turns up. So we've got, United have got already got Sean McGinty yeah. in and I think he's sort of booked for the the left, left centre-back position. Um, but he didn't start on Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Nicholson paired uh, uh, Huth with Ben Gehring. Uh, and Gehring, in fairness to him, a couple of times Huth in the first half, a little bit casual, shall we say, but you know, as a good player sometimes yeah. looks. Um, and Ben Gehring had to bail him out a couple of times, which he did well. But the longer it went on, um, uh, uh, Huth ended up being the only player to play all 90 minutes. He was minutes. man of the match as well, and wasn't he? Was, he? And he yeah. was man of the match. Uh, his English is, um, you know, not fluent uh, mm-hmm. yet, um, uh, but I think he was pretty chuffed to get the man of the match aboard on a very upbeat night. Um, yeah. uh, he was the only player, because Nicholson made 10 changes at half-time, yeah. and he was the only player to stay out there for the full 90 minutes, in a way, obviously, if you think, because he's having a look at him. Um, and in the second half, uh, all credit to quite a lot of people, McGinty threw himself around blocking things just as much as he yeah. did. But it, for a while, maybe maybe we were all a little bit biased, but for a while it looked as if almost everything ended up on Hooth's head or boots uh, as West Brom desperately tried see, to save their, blush, yeah. save their blushes. And uh, it was certainly a, an impressive yeah. debut. Now, uh, Nicholson has to decide... He's a great one for knowing his players and, yeah. and knowing their characters and personality. So there's a very nice line from him in the story that you've just done online, which, you know, he's, nobody's known him for more than a couple of weeks. No. So. I mean, obviously, he had these three years at Liverpool, but that was back in 2007, 8, 9, you know, time. So, uh, and then since then, he's been playing in Italy, Greece, Paraguay, Bolivia, all over the place. He's obviously come to England, where his brother apparently lives in Bristol, and he's staying there at the moment yeah. to try and relaunch or launch his career, a career in the UK. And uh, um, he's had a trial at Swindon, I understand. Uh, Forest Green were interested in signing him, but I think they're yeah. full up with centre-halves. And one or two other clubs have looked at him, and Kevin Nicholson is now doing as much homework as possible. Yeah. Uh, he seems a perfectly nice, good guy. But, you know, he wouldn't yeah. be... This, this is a big decision, this. United have got a repl- trying to replace their captain and number one central defender. Mm-hmm. Um, key it's got position. to be right, hasn't it? It's got to be right. Yeah. And, and we're talking about a long nine months ahead playing in some pretty, yeah. you know, uh, uh, muck and nettles type places. And uh, I don't blame Nicholson, really, for having a good long yeah. think about it. There, there, there will be an FA uh, international clearance issue, but he does hold dual Paraguayan and Italian yeah. uh, passport. Um, his maternal grandmother was Italian, I understand, right. so that's how that works. Uh, so the issues aren't quite as bad as if he would be on a Paraguayan passport, but he would have yeah. to wait wait for uh, maybe a week or so for clearance on that. So, 
So is we it shall in- see. Interesting. He may be, if I'm right, he may be the first South American to play for us. We, we did. We ha- did you we? mentioned this the other day, didn't you? I, and I still haven't managed to check it. I mean, our instinct is yes. But, and, um, and when you look down the team sheets on the websites that we check, you know, yeah. there's very often the national flags next to the players. Yes. And, and we tend to be... The conference teams tend to have a lot of flag of St George and maybe a couple of Irishmen, a couple of Welshmen in there, a couple of Scotsmen. Yeah. But this season, or Jamaican we... and uh, you know West Indian players sometimes. So this season we could have the stars and bars against one of our goalkeepers. Yeah. We could have the flag of Gibraltar against the other one. Yeah. And we could have the flag of Paraguay against, against one of our one. It's quite cosmopolitan. Yes, isn't it? exactly. Well, it's uh, exciting times we live in. International boundaries mean nothing to. To talk United, do they? So, so no, you know, we'll, we'll wait and see what happens on yeah. that one. So the departure of, of Angus McDonald, which duly happened, which duly the happened, following the day. And we wish him well, by the way. What, yeah. what a great move for him. Yes, terrific move for Angus, and uh, let's hope that goes really well for him. Yeah, um, I think he's got the tools and the potential yeah. to to succeed at that level. Nico I, thinks I really he can do. play in the Premier League. doesn't I think he? he thinks that if he really pushes on, yeah, and and isn't distracted, and um, you know, we all know that Angus has, you know, had, had had one or two disciplinary problems on the pitch. I hasten to add, not yeah. off it. Um, and if it, when, when you saw him, I mean, it's obviously a big jump. We are all, we are talking here about going from the conference effectively to the championship. That is a big leap. Yeah. You know, and but he 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 can play. He's strong. He's good in the air. Quick enough to get out of trouble sometimes at this at the level he's been playing at. Now, can he go and, yeah. and really uh, tackle big stuff where the players tend to be a little bit bigger, a little bit stronger, a little bit cuter? Yeah. And um, we'll see. So, and good yeah. luck to him. You know, he's got a great, you know, hopefully a great career ahead of him. And that leads us now into looking forward to Saturday and the team for Saturday, which will be captained by Courtney Richards. It will. Wednesday. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yesterday. Uh, uh, the main story, Courtney Richards confirmed as captain and he had led the team out at the second half for the second half yeah. against West Brom on the Monday when Nicholson made all the changes. So, um, you know, that was a little hint. He had been effectively been vice-captain uh, uh, last season. He was vice-captain last season. So it's sort of a natural step up. Yeah. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, big, big boost for him. Uh, yeah. um, the captaincy is an interesting thing. It, 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 it falls easily on some shoulders. It does weigh and, heavy and on some. That's right. I remember yeah. when Paul Buckle gave the captaincy to Nicky Rowe yeah. after Chris Hargreaves left. It never quite seemed to help him. Um, uh, and um, uh, funnily enough, every, people, several people have mentioned Luke Young to me. Um, you know, oh, well, Luke Young was captain under Hargreaves. And funnily, and a lot of people felt that he hadn't been entirely happy being captain. Mm. Well, I disagree. I think he. I think he was. Yeah. I think he was perfectly happy being captain. But it doesn't always sit easily on on shoulders. Some players, it worries them, makes them think almost too much about everybody else. Yeah. Uh, to the, to their own detriment. Uh, but I I have a funny feeling it may just have a good effect where Courtney Richards is concerned. He, he is one of those players who gets around the other players and G's them up. You yeah. can see him doing it on the field. That's you? right. He's, you know, he's very encouraging yeah. towards the other For players. For me, he, he's a player who can be very, very effective indeed when he keeps his game really yeah. simple and disciplined. And the captaincy might actually just help that um, uh, because he's, you know, he, obviously it's a bit more spotlight on him and a bit more yeah. pressure. But uh, good luck to him. Let's hope he... He steps into those shoes. I'm sure he's, he will do. 
Now on Saturday, Torquay travel to Macclesfield. First on Tuesday, the they're at home to Bromley with a 7.45 yep. kickoff, And then the following Saturday, they're at home to Barrow with a 3 o'clock kickoff. Yep. Uh, three big games. We've got a couple of minutes left on the podcast. Let's see if we can work out what the starting 11 and maybe the bench is going to be for Saturday. Well, the first thing to say Two is... Two minutes flat to do this. <laughs> the first thing to say is everybody's fit, which is a That's massive good. plus, yeah. uh, uh, including Lathaniel Roturner, who's missed the last couple of games with uh, uh, just a, ha- a slight t- a tight hamstring issue. Okay. So, Brendan goal, Moore. Brendan Moore, I think, yeah. is, the, is the first choice goalkeeper. With Robber, um, Robber on the bench. With Robber on the yeah. bench. Uh, the back four, I don't think it'll be a huge shock if uh, Nicholson goes with Aman Verma at right back, yeah. uh, Ben Gehring at right centre back, Sean McGinty at left centre back, and Nathaniel Rowe Turner at left back. Back well, four. That's a unit that's done well in pre season, yes. isn't it? I mean, I'm I know sure he's, he's, he's changed it about a little bit, he but has. That's, that's a good unit, I isn't think, it? I think almost from the word go, that looked like the back yeah. four. Uh, in the absence, of course, of Jarrell Berry at right back, who's still yeah. on the way back from a broken leg. I think Damon Lathrop. Big signing pre-se- in the pre-season will sit in front of the back do you think, four. Do you think he will do that? He'll play him just in front of the back four I, I rather than pushing that, on? That, that, that's what he got him in yeah, for. Yeah. And, and that's for what me, he's good at, isn't it? And for, that's what he's good at. And I think he's played pretty smartly in pre-season, to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah. He, he, he's just played that bits and pieces role that he played under Martin Ling uh, in the playoff team in 2012. Uh, either side of him, Courtney Richards on the right and Luke Young on the left. Yeah, of mid of midfield. Then up front, up we're front, looking. I'm looking at Brett Williams. Yeah. Nathan Blissett, and Dan Sparks on the left hand side. Effectively, if you include Moore and Blissett, although they were here for the second yeah. half of last season, one on loan and one permanently, that's six stroke seven new, new faces signings. from last season. And the bench, we're thinking. Well, Robert, Robert definitely. Cheney. Uh, um, Sam Cheney, I think, who must be very close to forcing his way into midfield. Richard Hancock, Jamie Reid, Kevin Nicholson, Charlie Duke and Chase Scrivens on yeah. loan from West, West Brom. Any five from those. Good stuff. We have now run out of time. The new season is on us. Enjoy it. Come on, you yellows. <laughs>